Hello, everyone. This is National Master Evan Rabin. I am very excited to be here on the 139th edition of the Premier Chess Podcast. And I am here with a good friend, Jacob Fortuna, uh, who is Fortuna Chess Coach uh, on Twitch. And uh, yeah, we actually met uh, a couple months ago uh, on Twitch. He also is uh, a software engineer, uh, and he recently actually helped us out uh, in the commentary of both the uh, United States Amateur Team East, uh, it seemed North, uh, and Amateur Team South, uh, which was uh, a lot, a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. up, uh, you know, for one, uh, can you just tell us uh, a little bit more about yourself and uh, sort of how you got into chess? Yeah, um, I got into chess back when I was four years old. My grandfather uh, taught me a lot about the game, and I got me playing. And he would never let me win. My grandpa always uh, would put me in positions where I thought I was going to win, uh, maybe even letting me take his queen. And then moments later, he'd checkmate me. And um, that made me very, like, hungry for wins, I guess. Uh, that's definitely how I started. And I didn't really know about scholastic events, like uh, tournaments and stuff, until I was in college. But I'd studied chess most of my life prior. Just wasn't aware that that was available. Hmm. And what would you say first really got you, uh, you know, into a serious chess player? What uh, time made you decide that chess was, you know, just going to be like a fairly big part of your life? And in 1996, I met a guy, uh, John Brocker, and he was uh, teaching people how to play chess at a cafe. And I remember uh, he challenged me to a game and I actually won the first game we played. And then the second game, he played what I would now know as a French defense. But at the time, I didn't really know openings and stuff. And he beat me very uh, thematically, like just took me off the board. And I remember thinking, like, I didn't even have a chance in that game. And I asked him after the game, I said, what was it that allowed you to control that game so well? And he said that he read books and that um, that had helped him get very strong. And so then I, of course, got an um, interest in reading chess books. And that's when I think I really became kind of like more of the hunger for the game, I guess, in terms of like wanting to do it correctly and learning more about, you know, accurate moves and openings. And it was definitely that experience that led me to getting more into chess and understanding it. Uh, Wonderful. Wonderful. And um, how would you say, you know, being a programmer, uh, you know, chess has actually helped you uh, in your career? I guess one thing is, and many chess players can attest to this, it's chess is always harder. You know what I mean? Like chess has always got more going on than what you have with programming. Like a program, oftentimes you have like one goal or, or a, a very simplified goal compared to chess where, you, for example, you, you think about like pawn structure or an opening or doing something accurately. And there's so many things to think about in the game of chess, king safety, attacking their king. It's, um, it's, it's impossible to have all of the things you should be thinking about actively in your mind at the same time, I guess. And I feel like that way chess to me has uh, been more of a challenge and it's made every other thing I've done in life feel a lot easier because it, it somehow was like a subset of what chess has to offer in terms of the challenges. Hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've actually had a couple, uh, you know, software engineers and, uh, you know, as you know, we, uh, actually once a month do, uh, classes at Google, uh, in their Pittsburgh office and, uh, another, uh, class, uh, you know, once a month, uh, in their, um, New York office. Um, could you maybe talk a little bit of, you know, an example of maybe a specific time or two uh, that uh, we, uh, that, that, you know, chess has actually helped you uh, in your career. 
Hmm, that's good. Time that's actually helped me directly, huh? I'd say like the idea of like just continuing to try when things aren't going well. Like uh, I feel like there's so many life lessons in the game of chess. So for example, you play a game and maybe you play a series of games and you're losing a lot, right? And some people could look at that and say, well, geez, this isn't going very well. Maybe I should walk away from the game. But as uh, chess coach Ned often says, you know, losing is learning, right? So if you can look at those games and try to uh, take the pot, take what you did wrong in them and learn from that and do better. Well, that same thing applies to programming, right? Because you go in, you start writing code for a program. Oftentimes, a configuration, an interaction, something isn't going to go that well for you. There's going to be some, it's not even related to the goal. <clears throat> a lot of times, the thing you struggle with, it might be a framework you're fighting with or something else. But, but from the chess background, you have that idea that um, even though things aren't going to go well, you can eventually get that positive result, just like you did with your chess game, where maybe you had several losses for a while, then you went back and you studied those losses, got that understanding, and then went forward. Same thing with programming. You maybe have some bad experiences with that. You go through and kind of study why those things are happening, and then you go forward and have a more positive result. Def definitely a lot of uh, a lot of the overlap between the two. Um, so you said like specific though. So uh, so yeah, like when you're when you're working with web, there's a lot of like I mentioned the framework thing, right? And different uh, packages and stuff that you install, and a lot of those packages don't play well together. So you have to like kind of work, read, and learn how to maybe get the right combination of the packages to have them actually operate well on your machine and also keep in mind like security risks and vulnerabilities so yeah it's a lot to think about and much like chess i mean it uh, definitely I, I everything's to me is like a subset of chess i guess in my life in terms of the way i learn it and stuff hmm. yeah and that, that's really important um i was actually just talking to uh jerry nash uh this morning and uh he actually is a, a previous podcast guest as well uh, he's the organizer of chess and schools. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he actually, you know, just talked a lot about, uh, you know, how chess builds uh, critical thinking. And uh, it's a way for uh, individuals to, uh, you know, not learn how to just like make chess moves, but they know how to um, kind of consistently, um, you know, always look ahead and just make the best decision. Right. So yeah. um, I think that, you know, is a, a really important element uh, that we need to, uh, you know, always think about. Yeah, definitely. It's got that same kind of workflow too, of like uh, maybe some opening knowledge that you tell the kids and stuff like that. Like these are some, uh, some rules or principles in the opening and then they learn those then they build up, build upon those with like a middle game and understanding, build upon that with an end game understanding. And most other things in life pattern similarly, you know, when you're in a class situation, there's oftentimes like an initial set of variables or givens that are given to you in any class. So they'll say like in chemistry, these are some formulas for you. And then from those, you're able to then make some conclusions or do some analysis with like, you know, the data and stuff. So it's, um, it's really neat the, the way chess does teach you that logical pattern of thinking. And then of course, the better you do at chess, oftentimes uh, those logical thinking pathways in your mind are getting uh, stronger and stronger, which like you said, can help you out in other areas of your life as well. Yeah, no, ab absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think you definitely see the, um, you know, long-term, uh, you know, benefits, uh, you know, that it could bring, uh, you know, into other areas. Um, so, to, to switch gears uh, a little bit, um, you know, let, let's talk about, you know, your, your real interest uh, in chess and, uh, you know, communities, uh, you know, that you've uh, actually developed. Um, you know, I, I know um, 
yeah, I mean, we, we started actually streaming um, about, uh, you know, eight months ago now. Um, of course, our Twitch uh, username for, you know, those listening that don't know, uh, it is twitch.tv slash Premier Chess. And uh, yeah, I just kind of casually met uh, Fortuna, uh, you know, through Twitch. Um, he is twitch.tv slash uh, Fortuna Chess Coach. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to say I'm actually, you know, very grateful for the uh, chess community, um, especially that I've developed um, over, over Twitch. Um, another podcast guest we actually had a couple months back, uh, who you know, uh, you know, it's Chess Coach John. Oh, really? Uh, you know, who uh, I met on Twitch. Um, you know, and, and, and in a way, it, it, it seems a little bit weird almost. You know, I, I, I feel like I know you and John Hendrick and, you know, others that I met, uh, yeah. you know, on Twitch pretty well, actually. Um, but, you know, we've, we've never met in person. So, um, and, and that, of course, will change. But um, have you seen his daughter play chess? I mean, she's been amazing in those death matches. Like, She's had some incredible comebacks. She was playing KBK Han recently, and uh, she was in this position where she lost her queen on like move, move five. She loses her queen and comes back and wins the game. This is John's daughter. It's Haley. It was amazing. She, uh, really cool death matches going on and stuff. And you're right, that community on Twitch is very rich. And it's uh, it's not even just titled players. It's like all these developing players and uh, you know different ages and different skill sets. And uh, but everybody's kind of growing together in the community that I see. It's really nice. No, absolutely. I, I, I really do, you know, appreciate that. And, you know, we, as you know, had, you know, people that, you know, found about our camps and, and school programs, uh, you know, directly through uh, Twitch. But um, what, what is the value of Twitch to you? I see it as well, especially during the COVID situation we have right now. It's kind of a chance for a lot of players that are displaced. They had chess clubs. They had ways to uh, play games together, meet up. And now we have this other platform where we can get together. It's also, I think, allowing uh, people around the world at different strengths to find other people at similar strengths as them to play against. Like um, within your own club, you might have a few people at your own rating level. But of course, online, you're going to have a lot more people at that rating level, whatever it is, um, allowing you to have more access to people that you can kind of grow with together and have those really fun competitive games. Because that's one of the things I think that uh, is maybe one of the hardest things about chess is finding someone that you really enjoy playing in the sense that like, they feel like they have a chance. You feel like you have a chance. You know, um, the game, obviously, as you get to a certain level, uh, th those wins get a lot harder. But also one thing about Twitch is if that lower rated person gets to play a higher rated person, it's live. So if they have that, they have that excitement of can I beat this person? So that kind of adds um, a different element than you have maybe at home. So I think it's doing a lot for the game. Got it. Um, yeah. And, and, and I definitely, um, you know, I, I, I see it for sure. Um, you know, I met, you know, again, like many, many others, you know, you and, uh, you know, others, um, you know, again, through, uh, you know, this, this time, um, right. And it's uh, a great way, uh, you know, to gain exposure, um, you know, for the first time ever, you know, by the way, like, you know, non-chess friends, uh, you know, are actually asking me, you know, my good friend, uh, you know, Wei Wan, uh, who, uh, is a reporter and journalist, um, you know, he, he told me like a few weeks ago, like called me up out of the blue and said, oh, I've been, you know, watching, you know, Nakamura and like others on Twitch, you know, and of course, like he didn't even know that I had my own channel. So I said like, dude, you got to come on mine. <laughs> um, and, and, and he started to, um, 
And, uh, but look, it's, it's better than ever. Um, so speaking of which, um, I don't know if you heard or, or not, um, there was actually this little bit of a, you know, controversy, uh, you know, the other day um, when uh, this uh, very, very strong uh, player, uh, Jan Nipom uh, Iakti, uh, you know, was actually, you know, sort of complaining about the POG championships. Um, so for those of you that don't know, uh, you know, the POG championships is a big uh, thing going on on Twitch right now where, you know, basically a lot of the top grandmasters um, like Nakamura, for instance, are training, uh, you know, basically other types of streamers, uh, you know, in chess, and then they're, you know, playing against each other. Um, and actually like Ian, Jan said on, on Twitch, I'm uh, sorry, on, on Twitter, uh, with all respects towards chess.com and the amount of work they are putting uh, into promoting chess, pog champs, uh, as, as a popcorn stuff, is replacing and displacing any real chess content. And this is just terrifying. Uh, what are your thoughts about that as a, a streamer yourself? I, I guess I haven't, I haven't watched much of the pog championships. I've watched like brief moments of it. And I don't, I don't really share that opinion. I've seen, uh, you know, wonderful streams with Nakamura and also with Gotham chess, not related to that, um, where they're like working with a student or they're, you know, playing uh, serious games and uh, or even just playing blitz themselves and not uh, not showing the pog thing. I I don't know. I, I think there's always a fear when something's new that somehow it's going to shake the, the framework. But I think the chess stuff is, is pretty well uh, solidified and we're always going to be very, very much in respect of our grandmasters, IMs, international masters, that kind of stuff. And uh, no matter how exciting these other formats get. I don't see that as like ever really taking away from, you know, like our, our, our top GMs and stuff. I mean, I've always had a lot of respect for them. I still look at God and these other guys as like being, you know, the end all be all of chess. I mean, I don't, um, I just can't imagine anybody being like, wow, this, this pog guy that came in from a different type of platform and is now playing chess is like all I can think about, you know, maybe for a little while, but then as they want to grow in their chess game, um, I think it's going to be turning more to those uh, experts, the grandmasters and such. So the way I see this is just much like the Queen's Gambit. It's going to add a lot of excitement for our game. It's going to let people that maybe aren't as strong have an ex excitement or affinity towards the game. Uh, one challenge for people entering is if they're watching Grandmaster Chess when they first come in, it's almost um, at a level that they just can't understand, right? You, you'd be aware of this. Like the moves are at such a high level that if you understand how the pieces move in general, you'd be like, why isn't that pawn taking that knight? You know, or you just ask like really simple questions because you're at a much earlier place in your chess development. But then in the pog champs, those people I feel like are playing, you know, very uh, beginner amateurish. And I think that allows that kind of good camaraderie of like, yeah, I, I'd play kind of similarly. And, and there's also an excitement for people like me of like, will they make the right move? So I don't know. I don't, I don't see it as hurting too much. I just see it as like a different thing and it has a different grab. And then those people I see wanting to grow in the game, again, turning to the grandmasters and other wonderful people that are out there to learn from. So I, I see it as a good thing for myself as a coach. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I really, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, PR, um, you know, and, and of course, you know, it, there's like a famous saying, right? All PR is, is good PR. Uh, you know, my friend Andrea Pass was uh, on the podcast a couple uh, months back, she's uh, a, a great PR specialist herself. Um, you know, we talked a lot about, of course, Queen's Gambit and how, uh, you know, it's been huge. And, you know, by the way, I, you know, I have to say there were actually a lot of complainers about Queen's Gambit as well, you know, because of the, uh, you know, addiction and alcohol and, 
you know, things like that. But um, I mean, come on for the chess world. There's no question that it was, you know, absolutely amazing for the game. You know, I was quoted in the New York times, of course, uh, by Dylan McLean. Um, and uh, yeah, actually it, it was, um, you know, a, a amazing to, um, you know, have chess not be, you know, so much of a, a niche anymore. Um, so going back to, you know, this thing about, um, you know, the box championships, um, I guess, of course, I understand why people would be, you know, a little bit annoyed. Um, you know, they think that, you know, classical chess should be uh, the biggest, uh, you know, draw for PR. Uh, but of course, you know, look, if thousands of people are, you know, for the first time watching something online, um, and, you know, look, are they going to learn a lot from, um, you know, watching these pod championship, you know, matches? Probably not. Um, but it's, it's a great way to get exposure. And then mm -hmm. guess what? A handful of them, like my friend Way, for instance, is, you know, a perfect example, uh, you know, will actually say, you know, hey, I'm a, I, I want to learn chess, you know. And um, by the way, I mean, he, he played back in elementary school. He's, you know, one of my best friends from college. And, uh, you know, only recently he was, you know, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to get back into it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, um, you know, someone who's, you know, watching this uh, episode recording live on Twitch, you know, is saying, you know, sometimes I feel like Netpo, you know, many people who contributed to chess are not being acknowledged. You know, how do you streaming change your life and it change your chess skills? Um, you know, yes, I, acknowledgement is, is key. Right. Gratitude is, is key. Um, like I can't say that, you know, enough, um, you know, that said again, right. I think it's also important to, you know, and yes, we do need to recognize the top players, um, but we also need to recognize, you know, chess promoters, uh, you know, people like yourself and I, you know, that are, you know, from a grassroots level, you know, taking it, uh, you know, to the next level, um, and yes, you know, you and I are doing things that have not necessarily been done before, right? So, you know, we are doing classes twice a month at Google, and not something a lot of chess companies are doing, right? right. Are, uh, you know, having a channel where you're, you know, almost consistently streaming every night from 9 p.m. to midnight or later sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah, I, I guess like, you know, the, the last question I, I really wanted to, you know, ask you here is, you know, wh wh where do yourself see yourself going, uh, you know, which, which um, in, your, in your, you know, coaching, uh, you know, career, um, like, do you see this as, you know, obviously things are, you know, getting back to normal, uh, hopefully soon. Um, you know, I personally have, uh, thank God, my first uh, vaccine appointment uh, for this weekend. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. Um, but, uh, you know, so we'll see. Uh, but, um, yeah, like, what, 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 what do you think, like, the projection of, you know, this, like, online community, uh, you know, will be like? Yeah, that's a good question. I've been trying to figure out <clears throat> where to take my stream actually related to that. Like, do I have a bunch of viewer events? You know, I've got those bracket events I've set up and some ladder events where I have the viewers playing and then maybe do some commentary on those games and get, and get people not watching the stream while those things are going on. So that way we can have more interactions about the game without influencing the game. Or mm. do, do I turn it more into like a coaching thing where I'm 
you know, maybe grabbing some material around here, some books and stuff, uh, playing through some master games, talking about them, going through some end game positions. Um, I really see it as like, I can take parts of my coaching and really put a lot of it into my stream. And uh, I just get excited about the idea of like content creation in general. Uh, Harris Heller is a very big content creator. He's been working a lot with stream beats, you know, for music. And then he also had his wonderful channel. He was just playing games, but he's always trying to add something extra with it and have really good tech and everything for, for running the stream. So I kind of see this as like a, there's a lot going on when you're streaming you'll have people reach out to you for how do you do this setup for tuna or how do you, um, you know, integrate these things. Uh, other people have questions about like, you know, what, what, what other events do you think we could do? You know, so it's, um, I see it as something that's just going to keep growing and there's lots and lots of ways to connect with people through chess online. Um, I was actually inspired by a friend recently. Can't, I don't think I get her full name. I know it starts with Lauren. She's on Twitch and I can give a link in your chat. I'm opening up your stream here in a minute, but it was really cool. She had the idea of like a chess club, like almost like a cafe. So uh, she doesn't keep track of the members like I was trying to do, but she uh, opened up the idea of like just having a place where people more or less come and chat and then play some games kind of casually. And I thought that was kind of a neat idea and definitely something we need right now with COVID and everything. Um, and I haven't seen as much of that idea, you know, the idea of getting people in there. And then some of them, she said, will even go off like maybe two and go play a game, not even on stream, but go play a game together and then talk about that game uh, when they come back to the stream. So kind of neat stuff going on. I just see a lot of, um, I, I guess I'm just excited for the future of chess because of the streaming stuff. I don't see this as like taking away from those uh, tournaments and everything, but rather just adding another piece uh, to the uh, to the puzzle, right? So another way for a lot of people to, to get together, to collaborate, um, do some matches. Uh, myself, I've been having a monthly match against a national master friend of mine, uh, Tony Nichols. And then I'm doing a bi-monthly match against a FIDE master and I found that to be kind of fun. And it kind of challenges me along with growing in the stream to keep my skill set up and be able to play those guys, hopefully competitively, you know? So um, that, that's been fun. And I think it's good to have those, those kind of challenges for yourself as a streamer as well. Like, how are you trying to grow with chess? So I don't know, in terms of your question, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of directions you can go with it. And I think that's part of the fun of streaming. It's, there's no one way to stream chess, you know, mm. you can do puzzles, you can do, it's a very, very rich environment right now. And uh, so, so last last question here. Uh, how how do you think streaming has changed your life, and how has it, if any, you know, changed your chess skills? Well, <laughs> let's see. My life, I would say, it's gotten better because uh, I've been extremely isolated, right? So I've been um, at home a lot, obviously alone, and uh, I feel like the the chess on online has given me a way to connect with a lot of people I wouldn't have met otherwise. I'm playing a much wider group of strong players than I could do at my own <laughs> club. Because in my club, you might have, you know, like the five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, maybe like above 2,000 guys that you're bumping into that don't always show up, right? But with the internet, I'm finding that almost every day I've got people, you know, 21, 22, 2300 showing up in my stream, giving me really good uh, quality games, uh, you know, be beating me down at times. And then I learned from that. And that's been, that's been outstanding for my game. Like, I got to say, um, one thing you really need in chess is you need someone that's uh, better than you to, to learn from, you know, to play that person and kind of learn some of the ideas and stuff. And it's been excellent for my game. I got to play Carla recently. She just, um, she was the top, top titled female player in, in the titled uh, Tuesday last night. And I, uh, she came by and celebrated that on my stream. Carla Heredia. Was really, yeah, it was really cool. We, we, she and I have been playing together on my stream. So it's like, that's kind of a neat thing too. It's like, um, I'm getting all kinds of access to players and, and things that I wouldn't have had at my own local club. Right. Like she was that's awesome. Well, well, Carla is actually a, a good friend as well. She actually, uh, subbed one one day last year uh, to actually teach one of our classes wow. uh, at the Grace Shirt School uh, in the city. And uh, yeah, she's, uh, she, she's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, well, well, look, uh, I, I really appreciate you, you know, coming on here today, you know, to talk a little bit about the applications of chess and software engineering, uh, the value of Twitch, uh, the global chess community, uh, chess PR, uh, the growth of the online uh, community, uh, and more. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, while you're on? Well, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, um, you've given me a lot of unique opportunities that I wouldn't have had had I not met you. I really enjoyed covering that event with you. And uh, I met a lot of friends, you know, like Ruddy recently. Uh, his music's amazing. And I've enjoyed him as a friend now. And we're, you know, Johnny Mackey, he's, uh, he's really cool. And uh, yeah. of course, it's thanks to Shelby that I met him. So, yeah, it's just been like a, a really rich uh, group of people out there. And um, they, they keep coming by and saying hi and stuff. So as I meet different people on like through you on your stream and stuff, uh, just keeps growing my uh, my knowledge of different chess people that are out there to work with and um i'm really excited to learn that you know they've worked with carla before she seems very nice and uh you know wish you and your business the best it's just fun to watch it grow from the outside and just know that uh those kids and everybody are being taken care of as well as adults that want help you know so uh, you're doing a fantastic job just really really proud to be affiliated with you and uh, working with you so thank you yeah well thank you my my sincere pleasure having you on um, guys, again, uh, our Twitch uh, channel link uh, is twitch.tv slash Premier Chess. And really the main reason I wanted to uh, bring uh, Jacob Pertuna on uh, today uh, was just to talk a little bit more about, you know, the Twitch community that we really do, uh, you know, value. Um, in addition to our, our podcast, actually, uh, Twitch has been a great way to uh, stay connected, uh, you know, to everyone. Um, you know, I want to actually thank uh, my good friend, Sean Finn, uh, who is actually the um, first one that really uh, encouraged me actually to join uh, Twitch. Um, I didn't exactly see, you know, 100% the value uh, at first, but, um, you know, I'm very, very grateful that, uh, that we did. Um, and yes, um, definitely uh, make sure you, you know, follow uh, twitch.tv slash Fortuna Chess Coach because um, she, you know, really is a great streamer and it's, you know, entertainment every night of the week almost, you know, from nine to 12. So um, for Jacob, if anyone wants to reach you, um, what would be the best way for them to do so? I've got a website. It's Fortuna Chess Coach Live. I can give a link for that. Um, that's a great way to get a hold of me. Um, it's got a link at the bottom and then you can also see a lot of other content that I have to offer as well there. Um, that'd be good. So let me just open that up real quick and uh, put that on your stream. So. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, yes. Thank you so much, uh, you know, for uh, coming. Um, really look forward to staying connected and uh, chances are I'll be uh, seeing you on your stream tonight. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. So hope you have a great day and always good to see you. So. Uh, Cheers. All right. Take care, Evan.